With the new X series of scratch-offs from the New York Lottery, you can multiply your winnings up to 100 times. The X series from the New York Lottery, it's a better way to multiply. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Please play responsibly. On this week's episode, the offensive linemen join us, John Feliciano and Daryl Williams. We start off with a rapid fire slew of questions to get to know the offensive line. John and Daryl share their favorite parts about the off season. They also share why they were surprised to know that they both ended up back in Buffalo. And they dish a little bit on Josh Allen and why he's so much of a goofball. All that and more on this week's episode. It all starts right now. Welcome into this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad presented by the New York Lottery. I'm your host, Maddie Glab, and today I'm joined by a couple of guys who are Josh Allen's bodyguards, better known as offensive lineman John Feliciano and Daryl Williams. Got to give you guys a little intro there. We are so pumped to have you on. And thank you so much for just taking time out of your day and your off season to come hang for a little bit and let Bill's Mafia know why you guys are part of such an awesome group in the offensive line. We're going to check in, see what you're up to. But first, wanted to get started off with some rapid fire questions to get to know your offensive line as a whole just a little bit better. So, who is the most athletic? Dion. Dion. John, would, would you agree with that? Hello, John. Uh, I would like to say myself, but I, I, I guess Dion. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Daryl, is John pretty athletic? Yeah, I'm sneaky athletic. I mean, you played you played basketball, right? Yeah, of course. I'm Carol, they, they don't. I'm sneaky I played athletic. basketball and I'm not athletic at all <laughs> not anymore. Okay, what what about the least athletic? Who's the least athletic out of the offensive line? Bates. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Bates. Let's go with Bates. Bates. Is there anything that he does during practices or just being around him that you can tell, like, yeah, this dude is not the most coordinated or not the most athletic? And what is Just it? everything, just him walking around. He has a tight back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He is in the, he's in the training room every day for his tight back. He does. He got a tight back. back. <laughs> That's what... Oh, my gosh. All right. Who messes around the most? Or is it multiple people? Uh, let's see. Mitch. Mitch? <laughs> yeah, Mitch, man, he's a clown. Yeah, he don't know to stop. He don't know to stop. Yeah. I don't know if I buy that. Mitch is always messing around, man. Don't let his he he, he tries to hide it, but he he's tries very to hide it. I feel like don't let him fool you. I feel yeah. like he's like the dad of the group. Like he's Ooh. bringing everybody along. He's the that's most what mature. that's what that's what that's what he's trying to play. But that's what he's showing you guys. But when yeah. it's just us, he's we got to calm him down. Okay, I'm that is that is very interesting. And you guys are also laughing, so I feel like you could also be totally lying. But <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. Oh, we're um, laughing because we're letting the cat out the bag. We're we're we're, we're diamond out Mitch right now. That's probably not a good good thing. <laughs> Mitch, you got a target on your back now. Better watch out. These guys just let let everybody know your truth. Um, okay, most tattoos. Could it be someone on the Zoom right now? 
Yeah. Kill two. That's me. How many do you have? <laughs> this guy is crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, just my limbs. How many have you gotten this year? Maybe that's a better question. Oh, yeah. Three times since I've been back in Florida. Wait, three times since the Dude. end of the season, you've gotten tatted. Mm-hmm. John, let me, we got to see them. Where they at? But they're, they're not. I just got tatted uh, last week, so it's like peeling right now. It's not pretty. It's, it's on my mm. thigh, though. What is it? What's a tattoo of? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Eyes out. Okay. Um, explain all of this to us. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I see like a gorilla like a and a face. Tattoo. It's a what? It's like a little trippy tattoo. It was Where inspired did... by the new Kid Cudi album, so I got my face on my knee. I don't know if you can see it right there. Oh my gosh. That's actually fine. I, I like it. I like it. Thanks, so, Wait, you say the new Kid Cudi album. Was yeah. it inspired by the album art? Because that looks like the album art from the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just switched Kid Cudi's face with mine. So it's your face. You mm. didn't get Daryl's face on your knee? Oh, uh, fam wouldn't want that. <laughs> I got no comment. No comment. <laughs> That is incredible. That like that looks like your entire leg almost is. Yeah, it's pretty. It gets up there. All right, most most painful part of your body that you've gotten tattooed. Uh, my knee. Your knee. Yeah, it was not fun. What about them ribs, John? Yeah, that wasn't fun either. That's why I only got one side done. Probably not the other. Wow, I have my I have one on my foot, and that was a little bit painful. That that doesn't sound fun either. Yeah, the mm. side of my foot. I actually got it done after I ran a half marathon. So I run this half marathon, 13.1 miles. I'm like, I'm getting a tattoo. So I walk off the finish line, go straight to the tattoo shop with like my stupid metal on that says I finished the race. And I sit down in the tattoo And you got chair, a tattoo on your foot? And I got one on my foot. That poor tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my foot was shaking so much. And the tattoo artist was like, who is this girl who just walked in here like to tell me to draw something up in five minutes to get a tattoo on her foot? And then it wouldn't stop shaking. And he was like, you better stop shaking your foot or this tattoo is going to look like crap. Like, I don't want my name or like my art on your foot to look like mm -hmm. a piece of crap. So you better stop shaking your foot. I was like a freshman in college, like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. But respect. That's my mm. fun tattoo story. Daryl, do you have any? No, ma'am. John I think hasn't I, you I yet. might get one to John. You got on one your on your back. What are you talking about? Uh, Take your shirt you. off. Show us. <laughs> Y'all don't want to be blessed like that. I'm not even going to do that. It's a little too much. We're not going to do like an offensive line bot edition here. We'll do it. We can do it. Come on. <laughs> it's too much. Flex for the cam. I'll do it just to see fam do it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Because I've got a couple more. Best cook. Me. You argue that, Daryl? Are you agreeing? I've never tried this cooking, so I cannot argue. Or the, cannot hopefully, hopefully there's deny. no more COVID restrictions. Yeah. And then I can bless y'all. What you cooking? 
What do you want? I'll make some rice and beans, some fried chicken. Hey, I'll take care Cat of you. Some pork what do you want? I can put some what's, a, can... what's a good Puerto Rican dish? That's what I'm saying. Some rice and beans, some chicken. I got you. Nah, it's something else, fam. Come on, fam. From, straight from the island. You're going to be like, oh, am I in Puerto Rico? <laughs> Bro, nah, you don't know how to cook, dog. I Bro, I swear, ask Ike. What's a different Puerto ask Rican Ike. dish? Ask Ike. I Tell make, me a different I... Puerto Rican dish. Huh? What's a different Puerto Rican dish? What do you want? There's some ropa vieja? Nah, there's something else. You want some empanadas? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I can yeah, make you yeah. some empanadas. For real, what do, you want, for real? what do you want inside it? You want beef or chicken? Chicken, dog. Hey, some, I got you. Some spicy chicken, I got you. Ask hey, Ike. Bro. I, I got some of my rice and beans. He'll vouch. Hey, bro, don't be lying to me, dog. Right. I ain't, I, he'll, uh, send him, he'll send him to you from Florida. Nah, I don't know. He got to get it hot and fresh. From, right, right. Shoot, yeah, I might have yeah. to fly out to Florida seeing John's nice house. I mean, you got it. <laughs> I mean, John looks like he has an oasis behind him. John, can we see your Florida's backyard, bro? Hey, man, chill, man. Shut up. Please me. bless us, bro. With some Shout MTV cribs. You got a fan in the corner. You got like a nice cabana. It gets hot in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who's got the coolest car out of the offensive lineman? Not me. <clears throat> um, Ty had that. Ty yeah, had Ty, that. Ty had that on lot. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um, I might have to say... Uh, D Doc's new truck. Yeah, D Dion, but I mean Cody's new truck too. Oh well, his his truck ain't new, but I think they got the same type of truck. Let's go fun? last year, Ty one. Yeah, Ty for sure. Final answer. What he had a he had the Lambo SUV. That green yeah. one. Yeah, it was mean. That was really it was nice. dope. Tycoon. Um, who is the dad of the group? I thought this would be Mitch Morse. Oh, man. No, it's definitely like not. Sure. Ike Butker. Yeah. Papa Ike. Okay. And last but not least, who snacks the most during meetings? Everyone. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. That was a stupid question then. Straight up. Everybody. Who snacks on the most interesting stuff? Or do you guys all share? Well, Mitch snacks on like freaking bird seed. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, Mitch. Mitch snacks on the most interesting stuff. He's the healthiest out of the group. Yeah, he, Mitch yeah. isn't snacking on anything not healthy. It's always healthy. Is he trying to lead by example there? or uh, No, not, not Mitch. Mitch is never trying to lead by example. <laughs> no, <laughs> never that. You guys are blessed with the ability to eat and you can eat whatever you want. That's what I'm saying. Tell that to Mitch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. You guys are in complete off-season mode. Based off your Zoom interviews, when you both re-signed with the Buffalo Bills, we have John, who's drinking a Corona during the Zoom interview with local media. And we've got Daryl, who's just chilling in his bed. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Fam, I, sorry, sorry to break you up. Amber showed me that. Fam, that was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Great job, fam. That was dope. That was dope hey, as hell. Man, you know, I'm just out here chilling. You sun shining. <laughs> With the shades off. Yeah. It's not sunny today, so I didn't have to wear them. You know what I'm saying? 
Is it weird to go from a season where you guys, I mean, you play deep into the playoffs, but in from a life where every second of the day is probably planned to now when you're in the, in the off season, especially the big beginning of the off season, when you truly let your body rest, is that like a crazy difference to go from go, go, go to like, all right, I can chill and I don't have to do anything today if I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, for myself, I would say it was weird like going back out into society, like I was, I would just go home and go to work, go home, go to work every day. Uh, so to actually like go to a grocery store or, uh, you know, a target or something, it was, it was weird. Daryl, what about you? Are you happy to be in off season mode right now and, and resting your body after you played a long season for this team? Yeah, I'm very happy, but, um, it's it's not life-changing I love it I come home (laughs) I'm done with a workout and I just go lay in my bed and it's the best feeling in the world with no stress on my mind so that's where you do all your business from zoom yeah that's where I do my work video games any work that's where I do my work I tell my wife (laughs) I tell my wife I'm going to work and I go straight to bed So share where you guys are and where you're training right now and, you know, what you've been up to. John, you can go first because we see I'm in uh, I'm in South Florida. Um, Woo! That Woo! little shit right there, I got a little, <laughs> I hate you. I got a little workout spot. Okay. That's where I did my, my workout. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my and, gosh. And then I just hang out with my daughter and kids. It's a good time. Wow. wow, you've got this set up. So for people who are just listening to this podcast, John just showed off his backyard that has like an epic pool and an area to work out, a nice yard. It's It yeah. just looks like an oasis. Dude, uh, stop it. Don't build it up. It thank you little... for blessing us, John. Thank you so much. <laughs> Daryl, where are you? And what have you been up to this off season? <laughs> I'm in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, let's walk outside and see your land. See, how, how many acres you got? You sitting on? I'm good, fam. I'm good. I'm chilling, man. Um, I don't, yeah, I've been chilling, just working out and, you know, being a husband, being a father. That's it. Enjoying my life. Yeah. I mean, you guys get to actually be fathers in the off season. You get to enter normalcy. I mean, I know we're still not really living in normal life, but what are some of the things that you like to do in the off season? What are some of your hobbies? I'm sure you're able to do some of this throughout the season to relax, but what are some things you look forward to doing right now that you're in the off season? Um, I mean, just playing video games, uh, been bowling a couple of times. Uh, used, used to be a big bowler, but now with COVID, is uh yeah, that, that that was a little challenging um and then hang out with my daughter man it's just and my son it's just it's my hobby is what i do amazing how old is your daughter and your son uh my daughter is three and my son turns one in may oh my gosh hey. that's awesome so hey. are, is your daughter old enough to kind of know that like you're a football player and a kind of start to understand your job or is it yeah, she's getting like, there. Yeah, Dad's she, going uh, to work. He's playing football. Yeah, yeah. She, this year, she was uh, the first year she kind of got it. Uh, and uh, she was like, oh, Daddy's going to go to work. And then I see you on TV. I'm like, yeah. So she's, she's, she's starting to get it. 
That's awesome. And I know you're a big video gamer. I know you've, you have, you've been on Twitch. I, I don't have Twitch. So this is why I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about because <laughs> I don't, but what video games do you play and where can people find you? Uh, yeah. So I'm not really streaming right now just because I got some construction going on, uh, in my garage. Shut up, Sam. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm right now just playing some smite. Really. I'm just taking some time and just hanging with my family mostly. And Daryl, what do you look forward to doing in the off season? What are some of your hobbies that, you know, you adopt here in the off season when you have the free time during the day? Uh, to be honest, I really don't be doing nothing. Like, don't just... you, hey, don't you bake? <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> no, sir. I don't do it a lot. Um, I'm waiting for it to get hot enough so I can swim, but that's about it. Man, I don't do nothing. Just hang out with the fam and just chill. Like, I'm chill, chill in off season. I don't be doing nothing. Don't you garden? Nah, bro. Just <laughs> nah. <laughs> I totally get that though. I think some people, not some people, but I think some fans just don't understand like in the off season, some players live like completely different lives and jump into a bunch of stuff, but there's a good amount of players who also just like to kick back and relax and chill and let your body heal and be lazy. And that's completely okay to do because you guys work so hard for six months out of the season. So I wish I could be doing that right now, but I didn't play in 16 games. So yeah. um, how much communication do you guys have with each other, each other throughout the off season? Do you have like a group text that's, you know, going off here and there, or is it more sporadically throughout the off season? Uh, I think just sporadically. Uh, I message fam here and there just to mess with them. Let him know. Let me know he's still alive. Yeah, um, we got that group text, but I mean, ever since the season, we're just chilling. So we'll probably ramp back up here in, in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. It seems like just talking to you too. I mean, I don't think an outsider would think that you guys have only played together for one season, let alone John wasn't even there for the beginning of the season because you were injured. So how did this bond between you two form, you know, so quickly, especially during a season and an off season last year that you couldn't even be around Daryl, you were a new player and you're like, okay, here I am on the Buffalo bills, but I can't really do anything until training camp starts in person, at least with the players. So how are you guys able to form that bond with each other? What was the first game? I can't, what was the first game we played together? I can't even remember, but after that first yeah, game, it was after like, the chargers game. So what was after that game? I can't remember. CTE. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever that first game is, I knew John was my guy. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, and then we just I feel like six since then. After the Chargers game was the 49ers game, week 13. Uh, yeah. That was my oh, first yeah, game yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think you almost just, got uh, hurt that game too. <laughs> Boy, did I? Saw my <laughs> life. Um, I think we're just both. Uh, Maddie, to answer your question, I think we're just both very similar. We're just both chill, somewhat a little lazy when we're not working. Uh, so I think we just we're kind of the same person. We're just chilling. 
And I think I can't remember who said this during their Zoom interview when you resign or um, extended your time with with the Bills. But one of you said that your wives are also close or your families are are close to each other. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really cool, too. How not how often does that happen? But I'm sure with the close knit group that you guys have on this team. I know a lot of the wives hang out outside of not that they were able to do that this season, but I know a lot of the wives and girlfriends have hung out with each other in, in the past. So I guess how cool is it that you guys have, have wives who can be friends with each other and yeah. really create a community here in Buffalo. Cause it's not like either of you are from Buffalo and have been playing here for like five seasons, you know? Yeah, it's a, it was a complete different aspect. When I was in uh, Oakland, there was nothing like the Bills set for the, the, for the women and the wives. Um, that I think the Bills organization really preaches family and uh, that, that leaks into the, the wives and they, they do a good job of getting them together and then the wives become friends and, and uh, it's just honestly like a big family. Daryl, is that how you're able to feel so comfortable right away? Or one of the reasons I know you said um, in your interview that within like a couple weeks of being a part of the Bills that you felt comfortable with the team and with the organization. And, and that's not how it always was when you were um, maybe in your first couple seasons with the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, it was real, you know, it was real chill, still business like, but um yeah, I felt like I, I could be myself after the first couple of weeks. And then I think my wife actually um, clicked with Shannon, I feel like earlier in the season before me and John even played played together. So, um, you know, having her as, as one of Amber's close friends on the team is uh, good for us as a family because it makes her feel more comfortable, you know, knowing that she has a friend. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I always love seeing stuff on social media from the wives and the girlfriends and the fiancés. It was always fun during training camp. We'll see what training camp looks like this season. But when we were um, in Rochester, they would come and hang out because fans could come. And it was cool to just see everybody together. And it really is obvious that, you know, the culture here extends beyond just the players. It's into the family members, too, who are a part of the team. But did you guys also bond in the fact that like, Daryl, I know you're a season or two seasons now removed from your injury, but were you able to bond over the fact that, I mean, John, you weren't a part of the team on the field for the first half of the season. Cause you have that had that pec injury, but were you guys able to bond in that way? Or Daryl, were you able to just be, you know, uh, lend a helping hand to your teammate who wanted to be on the field I'm sure every single week of the season but couldn't in the beginning um like I said I I knew of John you know everybody was telling me of John and then he was always around I, I talked to him every now and then like you know what's up what's up but like I said after that first game I was you know I felt like that's when it was started it started for me so yeah yeah we after that we would uh I mean, the the flights became uh, probably where we became close because we would just sit on the flights and talk mad crap. <laughs> mad mad crap about what? Everything. Everything. Life. Yep. Life. Life. <laughs> I love it. John, how frustr- frustrating was that injury for you? I mean, 
just being someone from like far away, like looking in this season, not really getting to be around you guys, but I was able to be at practices and, you know, we would see you out there sometimes and it's not like you could, you could be full go in practices, but just from someone who knows how you talk and knows how your teammates talk about you, I felt like that was probably not, not one of the easiest things to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, so my first season I played with the Torn rotator cuff the whole season. So I, then I had to get surgery with in January for that. And then I spent the whole off season rehabbing that and felt like with the extended time off with the COVID and being able to, you know, go through OTAs and all that stuff at home. Uh, I feel like I, pre I was prepped for my best season and then to come in and, uh, tear my pack it was, it was just frustrating it was it wasn't fun I wasn't fun to be around yeah I, that does not seem fun at all especially with how everybody described you as like John's the savage we need him back on the offensive line he brings a certain type of mentality and you heard it from more than one player and then it's like when you came into that first game it kind of seemed like things clicked with the offensive line that maybe hadn't been clicking consistently. Um, but then you also moved like all over the offensive line this past season too. So it's not like it was consistency in where you were playing. You were doing yeah. whatever you were asked to do. Um, but how excited are you guys to, to just be back and to know that you have not that there was a straight up starting five this past season because of the shifting and because of John, you were out for some time. Mitch missed a couple of games with that concussion. Cody Ford then missed the end of the season with his injury. But what are you looking forward to at least hoping to have that consistency here in 2021 that you probably thought you would have last season? Um, I would just say just taking our game to the next level, man. Um, I think we, you know, as an offensive line, we took a lot of crap in the early, early in the beginning of the season. Um, but now we got, you know, everybody on the same page. We got, you know, who we think our starters are. So, and that helps a lot with the offensive line. So, like I said, just taking our game to the next level and just getting better next year. I mean, how do you guys take that when you do get crap from the outside about your play and and about things, but knowing that it's not like you guys were trying as hard as you could and it's not like you had everything going for you because there were injuries popping up here and there and it's not like you were repping your starting five in the in training camp and it turned out to be that way, so... Is that something that you guys can just block out and be like, you know, whatever, they don't understand what's actually going on within here? And Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, all I really worry about is uh, doing my job. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I could really worry about. Yeah. Coach likes to preach uh, 111th, doing your 111th. Um, and as long as I feel like I'm doing that uh, and giving it my hardest and, and being a good teammate, uh, the outcome will be the outcome. And uh, I'm okay with it. I'll be able to live with it. Did you both think you would end up back in Buffalo here in 2021? Or, or was there some doubt that 
uh, maybe it's not gonna work out where as many people have, that have re-signed have been able to re-sign here. I know salary cap this season is an issue with every single team. Bean is, is doing his wizardry, like you said, John, with trying to figure out how they can fit all the players probably back under the cap, knowing that you can't have every single person that was on the team this past season. So are, were you guys surprised at all? Or did you kind of have a feeling like, all right, that we knew this was going to happen. We're, we're happy that it happened the way that it did. Uh, uh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised. Um, like like John said, uh, Bean did his wizardry or whatever it's called. And, you know, he got it done. So, um, like, I, I'm happy to be back. You know, happy my boy John's back. And I'm happy I'm, you know, with the, the rest of the fam, so. Yeah, um, I was surprised as well. Uh, free agency could be can be a wild thing. Um, and, uh, you know, you never know what, 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 what's going to happen. So I'm happy to be back and be there with my guys and excited to be back in Buffalo. Do you guys pay attention to free agency at all? I know that there, there wasn't any – like huge moves for the bills here this year, because obviously there really wasn't going to be with the amount of free agents that we had on this team and the amount of players that Brandon was trying to get back on this team from last year's team. But do you pay attention to the, any of the crazier moves that happen league wide, or are you kind of at this point in the off season, just disconnected from, you know, your, your everyday league news? Uh, Personally, I mean, I, I pay attention. It's kind of exciting um, when the Raiders were trading Rodney uh, or were <clears throat> going to release him. I mean, mm-hmm. he wouldn't he wouldn't talk to me. He wouldn't answer my calls. He was so I was excited to see what was going to happen. Um, but you know, it's exciting. Most of these people are, we're friends with or we know or and uh, you know their family. They're they're like well, it's it's a big it's a big step. So it's exciting for me. Daryl, what about you? Do you pay attention to it or do you kind of, yeah, the, are you in your same, team? Yeah, pretty much the same as John. Like people that I knew, you know, you know, just look, checking up on them and seeing them, you know, have that life-changing moment is just uh, amazing. So yeah, same as John. Um, both coming back here and re-signing with the Buffalo Bills and just you know, saying that you were surprised that both of you are back in Buffalo. I think fans would have to agree with that when we found out that Matt, Mul- Matt Milano was going to be a part of this team and then Daryl and then John, I was even surprised too. Like, how is he working this out? How is Brandon Bean doing this? This is amazing. This is like the best thing that could happen to have all of these guys come back. But I think John, I think it was you when you were talking to the media said that, yeah, I probably did take a little bit less than maybe I could get elsewhere. But how does that speak to the organization and the Buffalo Bills that you would take a little bit less to be on this team knowing that this is the trajectory that this team is on based on the success of last season? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think my agents uh, came up with a, gr- a good way for me to get some money and for the Bills to have their salary cap uh, not go over. Um, and I just kind of, yeah, I, I thought to myself, I could have went somewhere else, but I, I don't know if I would have the structure – I feel like everyone here feels like we're very close to winning the Super Bowl. And, I mean, that is the ultimate goal. And 
another like I feel like I'm just betting on myself again because I haven't played a, a season healthy yet here. Um, so I'm excited to to get healthy and show what I got because I could, you know, with the way my salary is set up, there, there can be some, some things happening. Knock on wood that that happens because it is about time that there's there can be a consistent five on this offensive line. I came in in 2019 with this team, and I feel like we really haven't had that yet. So in, in season three here, it would be amazing. And I think, I mean, it looks like we have that now. Of course, in training camp, you're going to rep and go through so many different players at different positions because you want that versatility if injuries do pop up. But uh, that's something that I'm really looking forward to as well. Um, you guys get to block for a really awesome quarterback in Josh Allen, who I hear is a hilarious guy, and he lets us in on that sometimes. But do you have any Josh Allen stories that just kind of let you in on how funny of a guy he is? Because Emmanuel Sanders signs with the Bills. He does his media availability. This is like the only insight I get from players these days is over Zoom. And he says, Josh is really goofy. I wasn't really expecting that. And then Jacob Hollister signs with the Bills who played with Josh in college and is like, Josh is a baller. He's the most hilarious guy ever. He's been that way since college. It's good to know that he's still that way. So do you have any stories that you'd like to let us in on that are, um, you know, PG maybe? <laughs> John, you got to get this, That's the problem. I don't, that PG. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like – the best way I can describe Josh is if you take like a nine-year-old's energy and you put him in a six-four, two-sixty body. That's what you. That's what you get. That's Josh Allen. Daryl, you you gotta you want to add on to that? Yeah, I, I mean he's spot on. That's all. I, I mean I agree with John. You guys have both played with different quarterbacks. Is he just a different type of breed of dude? Yeah, um, but it's completely different when I was with uh, D.C. out in Oakland. D.C.'s a great guy, and I love him. Great Christian man, great family, um, great guy. Uh, Josh is just a wild – he's just a wild man. Daryl, what about you? Is is he different than – To be honest, Cam and him are kind of the same. Like. Mm. Cam, like every day he had some type of joke for you or some type of something for you that would make you laugh or or just be like, man, this dude is getting on my nerves. But that's I mean, he was a good dude. And that's just the he was I would say he's pretty, pretty much the same. OK, that's interesting. I like that, though. Um, to finish us off, I would like you guys we're going to go around the offensive line. And you guys are going to say one word that describes set person. So do you want to start off with each other? Fam. John, give me one word to describe Daryl. What did you say? Fam. Fam. Okay. You, you've said that about Daryl a lot during this podcast. So <laughs> Daryl, how would you describe John in one word? I have a lot of words, but I'm just saying uh PG words daryl pg yeah no i'm just gonna I, it's <laughs> I only know. one word or i can say multiple multiple you can, words you can, give them, you can give multiple if you've just got a bunch on on your mind right now 
my crazy Puerto Rican brother. I like it. What is your Twitter name say, John? Plump Caramel? John Plump Caramel Feliciano? Yeah, that's what they call me. that's on IG. That's what they call me. That's going to be my, I'll be my uh, fighter nickname. (laughs) Plump Caramel. I love it. Um, How would you describe (laughs) Cody Ford in one word? Hmm. Damn, that's tough. That boy fit. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? I said fit. Oh yeah. <laughs> what his knees be? He got uh, he got my grandma knees. What about I Mitch Morris? Give me one one word for Mitch. Cropper. <laughs> Okay, that sounds how good to about, me. How about Dion Dawkins? Ooh, Dion. Snowman. Yeah, you gotta go with snowman. Snowman. Those are those are all good words. You guys definitely excelled at that. Um, before we sign off, give me a couple of reasons why you are so damn excited for this next season because I wish it was week one already. We hit the end of the season and I was like, What's going on? I just want to play again. I, I missed it so much. I still miss it so much. I'm sure I'm not the only one feeling this way. So why are you so pumped about, you know, what's ahead? Also knowing that we, we're hopefully not going to be in COVID during training yeah. camp, fingers crossed. Um, I mean, I'm a fan like the rest of y'all. I'm just excited to watch with Josh and uh Steph and Bees and, and East San, Sanders does. It's going to be, and Gabe and our whole, I'm just excited to, to watch what these guys do while we're, we're out there fighting. What about you, Daryl? You're two with the Buffalo Bills. You come in here and just make a statement in your first season. I don't think fans expected you to just be like one of the best players on the offensive line this past year. Yeah, fam. Like, there were a lot of articles that said you were the best hey, offensive your- lineman on this line this past season. So talk, why are talk, you excited man. to be back? Uh, I'm just, ex- I'm honestly just excited to play next to John, knowing Mitch is the center, knowing, um, you know, Dion's at left tackle, knowing Ike or Cody, you know, is um, in the lineup as well. You know, just being familiar with the guys now. So I'm just excited. I feel like we're going to step it up this year too. So. I can't wait, too. I love it. I cannot wait either. I wish it was July, but I know you guys are enjoying your offseason, and rightfully so. So keep enjoying that offseason. John, you know, go go jump in the pool, do cannonball, whatever. Daryl, keep chilling. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to bed. Go take a nap. I got to run to the grocery your, store. Man. Appreciate you guys so much. And the time for spending with me on this podcast episode. Uh, thanks for joining in on this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad. To everybody who's tuning in, Bill's Mafia loves the offensive line, and we do too. Uh, so keep your eyes on Bill's Pod Squad because we will be releasing more episodes as we inch closer towards the NFL draft. I can't believe I'm saying that, but we'll talk to you guys later.